In a world where anyone can make a half-assed podcast, three people bring you one of the worst. This is Legendary Frog, and that was really lame. I agree. <laughs> this is uh, episode three of the Legendary Frog podcast. I am Joseph Blanchett, a.k.a. Legendary Frog. With me is Dustin Watts. As always. And Kevin Brown, who is a newcomer here. Yeah, hey, how's it going? A.k.a. Railith. Yeah, they call me Rayleigh on the inner tubes. The inner tubes, and, and today we're not going to talk about video games, we're going to talk about the nerdy movies of 2008. And not, <laughs> and, and not the, the cheesy, artsy-fartsy movies, I'm talking about the balls-to-walls action and all that exciting well, stuff. Well, I don't know, I, I think like in some artsy-fartsy movies, you're going to have balls-to-the-walls action, but it's not that kind of action that you want to see. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so we're just, this, this podcast will contain some spoilers, but let's not try to, like, spoil everything for people in case they haven't seen it, so just, like, just be warned that we will be talking about the movies, and and when talking about them, we might let something slip. Good movies will not be spoiled. Bad movies are, bad movies will be spoiled horribly. Yeah, like, when we get to X-Files 2, uh, there are no aliens. Spoiler. Oh, really? I didn't see that movie. Me neither. neither did I. I just heard. To the uh, grapevine. But, but, getting back on track. Okay, 2007, I thought was a really good move. A really good year for, uh, like, blockbuster movies. We had Transformers, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Loved or Hated, Spider-Man 3. Hey, oh, Spider-Man uh, 3. <laughs> and that was, a, that was a pretty strong year, even though some of the quality was kind of iffy. I thought. Didn't we have uh, Casino Royale in 2007? Because I really... That was my movie in 2007. That must have been 2006, because... Really? The sequel to that just came out a couple months ago. Yeah. I don't know. And by the end of the year, we had, like, I Am Legend, which I quite enjoyed. And, of course, Ratatouille. Oh, I didn't see Ratatouille. (laughs) Okay, this year. We're talking about this year. This year, though. The very... First big movie of the year, at least for for me and Dustin, was Cloverfield, which um was overly hyped like a whole whole bunch. Yeah, like they were they were calling it the America's Godzilla, and I I don't think it was America's Godzilla. Yeah, just all the pre-release like meta story stuff and like the online meta games, um, like made you think it was going to be this huge complex story that is relevant to every single thing on Earth, but, like, uh, it's a pretty, it was a very straightforward monster movie. Yeah. Wasn't there, like, a Heroes cross-promotion, like, the same soda company in Cloverfield was in Heroes or something? Yeah, like, um, apparently, like, uh, J.J. Abrams has an in-joke in all his movies where there's a, a, uh, drink company called Slusho, and, uh, well, for those who don't know, Cloverfield was a was a monster movie filmed in the shaky cam video camera style, and it caused so, it caused so half of its o- it caused half it caused half of its audience to like vomit when seeing it. Apparently, I didn't get sick. Neither did I, but I, I knew people who did. No, I, I think I enjoyed this movie a lot more than a lot of people did. Like, oh, yeah, 
it was disappointing in the fact that there was no surprises and like that there's no twist really but um it's just a perspective that you're, you're not used to seeing monster movies in i thought and uh it's really interesting that was really my favorite part of the movie was that it was a unique look on the whole like mo- like monster destroys the city because you rarely see like what guy on the ground is doing and i like you'd think that would be very interesting but it's only kind of interesting and i didn't like that the monster kind of had to be like had little tiny monsters on it just so they could have that made people explode yeah i didn't they well, said they did that so people, so the like the characters could have more interaction with the with the monster in some way because you can't have a interaction with a a twenty story crab thingy. Yeah, well, it makes sense, but I I didn't I understand why they did it. I just didn't like that they did it. What I really liked about the movie is you don't is and this is something that doesn't happen in today's like computer generated movie world is you rarely see the monster and. uh when you finally get like a good look at it, like by the end of the film, it is like just like in the old Alien movie. Like you never see the alien until the very end, and when you do, it's more impactful. In a way, yeah. I I didn't think it looked very menacing. In fact, the monster kind of reminded me of that one episode of the '90s Spider-Man cartoon where the guy that hated mutants turned into like this kind of mutant monster-looking thing. It really looked like the same thing but with a fish head. But, I mean, it was, it still was, it was, I liked the look of it, like when you were just seeing, like, parts of it wander through the buildings. And yeah. Stuff. Um, on a side note, this, like, the day we started this movie is the day that my car troubles started, and I got stressed out about my car because I got into a minor f- fender bender, a, a minor fender bender, and, um, and the part of my, um, rear bumper fell off, and it caused all sorts of headaches for the next six months. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. It's kind of scary, too, because I didn't know what happened. It was, like, my first accident I ever got into. Alright, uh, I don't think probably many, either of you have seen the next two movies, but um, 10,000 BC. Either of you see that? I saw the trailer for it, and I was really kind of pumped for it. And then I saw that it was like a giant ostrich instead of a velociraptor. <laughs> and then I would be not be having any of that. So it it is not a great movie. Like, me and my dad started, uh, me and my dad started at the movie theater. So I, saw, like, I walked in. Oh. Me and my dad saw it like a week before it left the theater. So, like, we were the only two people in the audience. And uh, it is decent. It's just kind of weird how they're, like, cavemen. And they have, like... Yeah, <laughs> it looked like Caveman 300. Was it kind of like that? I'm not sure what that was. Because, well, like, like from the trailers, it kind of looked like you had one caveman, and he was attacking the city, and the city cavemen kind of looked like the Persians from 300. Yeah, you know, like, cavemen's. movie starts out with cavemen hunting mammoths, which is, which is really awesome. But then, a little later, they get uh, abducted by, like, Persians, yeah, or, like, Egyptians, right? And like, Something like that. It, it just seems out of place when you have a... I guess maybe historically it may be kind of accurate, but, like, it's this weird seeing caveman and then, like, the Egyptian pyramids in the next scene. It just seems kind of like there's a huge a jump in, a, in time periods there. 
Yeah, I, I think I can, I can see. But I didn't see that movie, so I don't know. Yeah, it's about the producers of Independence Day, who I really like. Like, they're pretty good at making, like, solid action blockbuster movies. But, uh, yeah. 10,000 BC. 10,000 wasn't, wasn't that great. Uh, the next one on the list here is, I haven't seen it, though I wanted to. Kind of missed it, is Horton Hears a Who. I haven't had a chance to see that either. Uh... I was burnt on uh, adaptations of Dr. Seuss books when I saw The Grinch in theaters, and oh, I'm not going to... I, I, have a, I, um, I, I have a guilty pleasure, the live-action Cat in the Hat movie. I really, really <laughs> like. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I want to bring this up because it was because of those movies like The Grinch and The, and the Cat in the Hat is, um, like, the widow of Dr. Seuss says... They're not allowed to make live-action Doctor Seuss movies anymore. So now, Hallelujah. so now they're all computer animated. And even though I haven't seen it, I heard it was pretty good. So I'm, I'm going to rent that on DVD sometime. Or that. I'll let you uh, test the waters. Looks pretty good. It has that guy from the from a Stephen Colbert <laughs> show. What's his Steve name? Carell. Steve Carell. Steve not Colbert. But oh. I like Carell. I thought he was in that too. He's in uh, the Office. No, I thought he was on the character. Oh well. Alright, uh... Oh yeah, Jim Carrey is the voice of the... Oh, Horton. It's a little high there. Okay, next movie is, I think, one of the best movies of the year, which is Iron Man. Iron Man... Iron Man was so good. I loved Iron Man. I, I, I try not to do this with movies, but I had really high expectations when we're going to see Iron Man. So I said, this movie is going to be the next Spider-Man. I think it's I think it's better than Spider-Man. It is way it is way better than Spider-Man 1, that's for sure. I think I think that's mainly cuz Robert Downey Jr. is the most flawless Tony Stark ever. Yeah, like I think he made that movie. If they had anyone else, I don't think uh he just has this like ch- charm to him, you know, like like I don't think anyone else could play that part as well as he did. And I think it's and like the movie wouldn't have, wouldn't have been as popular. He wasn't a Tony Stark. I agree. I I I can't really talk much about Iron Man because I just I loved pretty much all of it. It had really good characterization. Um, Iron Man really isn't in it for that long, like for like a big part of the movie. Like most of it is like character <laughs> development, but when he becomes Iron Man, like that's all well done. The, of, course the villain- built, of course, he built Iron Man. In a cave with a box of scraps. Well, that's another thing too. Like, he is—he is not a like. He wasn't bitten by a radioactive spider or born on an alien planet with fifteen sons or whatever. He's I mean, a he, self-made man. Yeah, he, he's a superhero because he chooses to be, not because he has to. Um, yeah. Of course, the recent comic adaptations of him have been rather less than flattering. <laughs> um, that's what we're saving for the Avengers. He also has a. We in his basement. Me and, me and Dustin noticed that when we watched it a couple months ago. He has a Wii hooked up. Awesome. Um, I guess he has more games play on it than I do. <laughs> well, he had a Wii, but it wasn't hooked up to anything. It was just there. There's a reason. <laughs> um, he's probably Wii Sports in there. Um, uh, and Iron Man is interesting, too, because it's the first movie produced by Marvel Studios. 
and they're actually doing like an overarching story for all these movies. Mm-hmm. They're they're following a link together. They're like Marvel Universe, and we'll talk about the Hulk a little bit later. But um, I think it was by two two thousand and eleven. They're having the the Avengers Avengers movie. movie. Yeah, I don't know. It was a really good year for comic book movies. Like I think comic book adaptations. We've been like batting a thousand this Mm -hmm. year. Yeah, I mean, like I know this isn't on my list, but we had uh, the Punisher too recently. I'm not sure how good that was. um, My friend said it was pretty. Like it was okay, and but I didn't see it. Okay, the Punisher was okay. I didn't see this next one. I kind of meant to, but I never did. Speed Racer. Awesome. I awesome movie. It. Okay, you, guys, you, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna paint the picture for you. It's basically they took the the animated chip animated series, made it live action with some CG, and then cranked up the awesome. I'm surprised you real if the whole people didn't see Speed Racer. I thought that would be like right up your alley. It 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 it's. I don't know. I didn't... It was too much. Like, it... I don't... Well, I think it's mainly because I wasn't a huge Speed Racer fan, and I didn't think... I'm not either, but, I mean, this this show made me a Speed Racer fan. The trailer... The trailer really put me off. Like, the trailer was just really weird. And I wasn't sure if it was gonna... Like, it just looked really cheesy. And I wasn't sure, like... Oh, it's cheesy. Completely and utterly, but... It's fun to watch. Speed Racer, you shall never be a racer as long as I'm racing on the track next to you. Okay, here's the thing. The dialogue is actually not bad. There's actually a halfway interesting story. Was there a a scene where the monkey gets into some kind of mischief and they all go, Ha ha ha, you silly monkey. You can't eat uh, nuts and bolts. Ha 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 ha. Not not exactly, but they did have one where, where they where they. The little brother and the monkey were in a trunk, or in the trunk, but which is a classic gag from the old series. In the trunk, that's hilarious. The hideaway in the trunk. So, uh, so this was the first movie that the Wachowski brothers directed since the Matrix, correct? Like the Matrix Revolutions. <laughs> and it looks to be keeping up with that fine tradition of quality. <laughs> hey, hey, it's better than the, it, I think it's better than the Matrix Revolutions. But in a different way. Oh. You, you, you don't have to be that good of a movie to be better <laughs> than The Matrix Revolution. True, true, but that's not what we're talking about here. Alright, let's move we, on. We could actually talk about that for hours. Go, Speed have. Racer, go! Speed Racer, go! Go, let's go um, Speed Racer, go Speed Racer, go Speed Racer, go! go. Alright, next movie. Okay. This, um, I think, didn't do as well as studio plans. Um, I think they expected it to be a huge hit, and it didn't quite live up to that, and that would be The Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. I don't... There's only one good Narnia book, and we like to call it The Magician's Nephew. All of the Narnia books are inferior, and I don't know. And that's probably never going to be made into a movie at this rate. Yeah. (laughs) Which is incredibly, incredibly sad, because that's actually... One of three Narnia books I've actually read. Yeah, I've read the, the Witch in the Wardrobe and The Magician's Nephew. And I really like The Magician's Nephew. So, <laughs> yeah, so I, Prince Caspian, I, I thought, was a much better movie than The Lion, the Witch, and the Rope. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Um, but it still was just kind of average all around. 
Yeah. <clears throat> and it wasn't, wasn't no Lord of the Rings, which is what they were trying oh, for. It, it tried, even more than the first one, it really tried to be Lord of the Rings. Um, I did enjoy all the additions they made to it. Like, they, they added a great deal to the, like, the story to add some more action scenes and, uh... Romance. A little bit of romance. I, I think movies should stop trying to be Lord of the Rings, because you can't out-Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. I'm just saying. It's not... Well, I'm just trying to think about the next book. Um, like, I don't remember any big action scenes in the next book in the series. Like, I'm, I'm wondering what they're going to do for that. Like, I wonder if it's... How interesting it's going to be. They'll, they'll put in some sort of big battle where two sides face off. Maybe one of them's in a castle. And they'll just replace orcs with, like, bears. <laughs> bears. There we go. Fighting polar bears. Yeah. Okay, so we were talking about this one during the, the before we started recording. That's Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. This okay. was a traumatic movie, a very traumatic movie, because a close friend of mine was raped. <laughs> Indiana Jones, I'm sorry. And we just so stood sorry. there doing nothing. We just sat there and watched. <laughs> they just kept doing it. And why wouldn't they stop? Well, I thought Indiana Jones was pretty good. Well, actually, I did too, but I mean... Yeah, like... I, I, even I gotta admit, that ending was... Like, what? There are a lot of dumb things in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, including the long name. But, um, especially after the second time I watched it, I think I enjoyed it a lot more. I think, like, reflecting on the movie, I like, I think it's like an Indiana, a good Indiana Jones movie with just some very, extremely stupid things put in there. Like, like if you, yes, mainly Shia LaBeouf. Like, if you think about the movie just in your brain, like, you'll be like, oh, that was going pretty good. And then he got inside of a refrigerator, and it got atom bombed. And it was going pretty good. And then they found Professor Hobo. And it was going pretty good. And I think, like, if you could have, I don't know, maybe not let George Lucas and Steven Spielberg do whatever they want. I don't think they're directors that you can just say, go to town. Because they'll put aliens in it. Well, I think you gotta write them in. According to the DVD extras, um, Steven Spielberg didn't want aliens in it. It was all George Lucas. And they're not aliens, they're interdimensional beings. <laughs> interdimensional still, beings that look like aliens. That look like, they're exactly still, like aliens. Interdimensional beings would still probably be aliens. Well, yeah, they're still aliens, technically. Um, okay, fine. They're interdimensional beings that fly in a flying saucer <laughs> that goes up to space. It's interdimensional space, but it's still space. Um, is this does this movie kind of taint the Indiana Jones series like Episode One did in Star Wars? No, I, I still think that you have three good Indiana Jones movies and one kind of crappy one. It's it's like kind of like Star Wars. Like you have three really good movies and a, a couple of. Other movies. Other movies that are kind of yeah. like Star Wars. Well, they have, they're have they like Star Wars, but they're not Star Wars. Now, I think, I now think do you think cool. that, kind of like how in the original trilogy, a lot of people think Temple of Doom is the kind of weakest of the three because they, it doesn't involve like the uh, religious artifacts and things people are more, they're, are more familiar with. And like Temple of Doom was about kind of a obscure... Uh, Indian cult and all that. Buggies. What? 
Buggies. Buggies? Buggies. They're called Buggies. But that movie does have a, one of the best Indiana Jones character, that is Short Round. Short Round. No time for love, Dr. Jones! No time for love! Oh no, do you have potatoes? Wasn't he also in the Goonies? I don't know. I think he was actually. I think it was a different one. Alright, let's let's move on from Indiana Jones. Let's let him recover. (laughs) Yeah, need some time. You know, they're they're saying, like, the possibility is open to make a fifth one. They have a good idea. I don't know. Like, as, as kind of... As, uh, as as strongly as I feel about Indiana Jones, it did give me a good episode of South Park. So, <laughs> that, that counts for something. I think the next Indiana Jones should be that they find the Lost World and they fight dinosaurs. That would be cool! That would be awesome. Imagine Indiana Jones whipping a Velociraptor. That's, that's all it needs. That just needs to be the, thought, the title. Like, Indiana Jones. <laughs> In this movie, he whips a Velociraptor. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Great. Okay. Um, next movie is one I I didn't see at the movie theater, but I it on DVD, and that is Kung Fu Panda by DreamWorks. I heard this was surprisingly good. Starring Jack a, Black. It is, a, it is surprisingly good. It, it's one of the better DreamWorks animated films, which they haven't had many strong entries Shark Tale. over the years. Yeah, Shark Tale wasn't good either. Yeah, I... I heard that this movie was pretty good, and it's it's on my list of movies to watch, but I really, it's like, but it's kind of low on my list. I have other movies before it, but it was, uh, it looked interesting. I mean, it looked like it was different than a group of animals trying to get somewhere. It is a good movie. Um, definitely watch it. Um, of course, it, it's not it's not Pixar quality, but... Um, what is? Yeah, not much. A movie and, like, we're going to talk about in a bit. And, like, Jack Black actually does a, like a really good job with the voice. Like, I'm a big, big fan of Jack Black. Um, yeah, my, my brother is not a big fan of Jack Black at all. Seriously. I love Jack Black. And he liked this movie. That's saying something. The, uh, <laughs> like, the other cast of characters, which includes uh, Jackie Chan and Lucy Liu and Angelina Jolie, like, they're not really used that much. As the other kung fu warriors, like I think Jackie Chan has like t- t- two lines in the entire movie, literally. But he is I, a. He, I heard that was scheduling issues more than anything else. Well, they do have that um, that that like sh- like half hour movie, apparently that came with the DVD. If you bought the special I had, edition. I didn't. I didn't have a chance to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Next movie is one that I put on the list because I know Dustin's seen it, and that is the Happening by. M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. I didn't see this movie, and I probably will never see this movie. Good. You you you, you will want your time back after watching this movie. In fact, I'm I'm not I'm gonna just we're just gonna make this the shortest summary ever. It was the it was plants, damn it. The plants were sad because and, humans were bad. Yeah, and they made people kill themselves. One the was plants. I mean, like, weren't the plants upset that people were causing too much carpet global warming or something, and then they just decided, you know what, we're going to make spores to kill everyone? And people were trying to run from the wind. The wind's know. right behind us! Go! And you, you cannot beat that scene. As terrible as that movie was, when the day after tomorrow, when they were running away from the frost, that, <laughs> that scene was so glorious. 
And I don't know if you can do better than that. So I'm sorry this... to happen and you fail. Oh, it, it tries to beat that, but it didn't. I'm just going to tell you, don't waste your time with this movie. Don't even think about wasting your time with this movie. Even thinking about wasting your time with this movie is a waste of your time. It was rated R too, wasn't it? Like, was it R-worthy? Like, was well, it see, seeing someone get, seeing someone lying down in front of a Zamboni, yeah, I'd call that R-worthy. So what was Jack the last... Awesome. How do you ruin that in my Shahala? A guy gets run over by a Zamboni, and you ruin it. That takes talent. What was um, the last good and my Shaman movie, in your opinion? Unbelievable. Uh, unbreakable. <laughs> I'm I, uh, I I don't know. I enjoyed I, Signs. Like I thought Signs is pretty good for the most part, and like I I enjoyed parts of the village. I would have to either say Signs or Unbreakable. Uh, it's probably a tie between those two. I, mean, I, I haven't seen Unbreakable like since I watched it for the first time. Like watched yeah, it. It's again. worth checking out. That was a halfway decent. Speaking halfway of decent. superheroes. <laughs> Segway. Um, the Incredible Hulk. This is... movie was so good. Like it, it compared to the last Hulk movie, this was I was one hundred percent thrilled. I went in with zero expectations, and I got a left, and I was just satisfied and ready to go. This movie was awesome. There's nothing wrong. Really... It made up completely for the. Let's just call it a movie by Ang Lee that happened to have a, the Hulk in it. Where the Hulk was, like, ten feet tall and looked sad the entire time. Like, this movie was so good. It had all the callbacks to the old Hulk show. I mean, Lou Ferrigno was in it. And then they played the sad walking away music when he was walking away. And I was <laughs> like, this is what I wanted. And Hulk said Hulk smash. I was... I was 100% on board. There's nothing really wrong with the movie from a pure, like, action <laughs> comic book standpoint. It, I, and it, I, it wasn't just callbacks to the old TV show, either. It had callbacks to the comics. If, but, I mean, you had, if you knew it, you, you had to know what you were looking for to find them. And plus, like, uh, plus, like, Hulk didn't look stupid. He actually looked, like, yeah. pretty believable for a eight-foot-tall hulking green thing. And they 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 uh they had the leader. You had the start of the leader getting made. So if they ever want a sequel, I mean, I really I, I thought The Incredible Hulk was fantastic, and it was I think it's my most underrated movie of 08 because you kind of go in there and you're like, oh, another Hulk movie, and then you're like, oh, another Hulk movie, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and uh, of course this uh ties in with Marvel Studios uh Marvel Universe Avengers project because at the end of the movie. Uh, I guess spoilers, but it's kind of not really a spoiler. Um, Tony Stark confronts uh, the general about the Avenger initiative. Yeah, I, I thought that was awesome. I thought that yeah. would work better as a after, the, like a something after the movie, like after the, uh, the credits. Oh, oh, I want to roll. I want to run back to Iron Man for just a tiny little second. Yeah. Okay, what was your reaction to the post-credits scene? I don't remember the Iron Man one. Are you serious? Are uh, you daft? 
Oh, with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it took me a bit. It's like, oh, I forgot the most awesome, uh, like, post-credit movie sequence ever. Sorry. Uh, I'm looking at this list of movies. I'm getting, like, my thoughts in order. <laughs> I can't remember what's in the past. I yeah. remember what's in the future. Yeah, like, and we sprung this podcast on you pretty quick, and I've been thinking about this all week. <laughs> yeah, it suck. Yeah, um... Yeah, like actually, we waited after the after the uh, credits for the Incredible Hulk, hoping for something extra. But I, I think that they put that at the very end of the movie. I I agree. Did, did we lose Dustin? No, I'm still here. Okay, because okay, you had a little clock next to your name. I didn't know what that meant. Um, I must must have said it auto away. Don't worry about it. Ah, uh, that's cool. Speaking of auto away and setting things, <laughs> Wally. Wally was great. Wally. 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 Wally was great. It it made it made me cry. It made me laugh. It made me think. Wally was movie. fantastic. Um, it had Fred Willard in it. I would say Walt was Fred Willard. Is he like the live action guy? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fred. Fred, You just broke the the momentum of our of our Wally praise. Like I think Wally is a Pixar's best movie, and possibly one of the like one of the best movies ever made. I think it's I think it's very very good. I still like The Incredibles more than Wally. Because I really, really like The Incredibles, but I thought Wally was fantastic. I mean, there was nothing I would change or add or do to that movie, except maybe have Eva shoot some more, shoot some more lasers. I yep. thought that was cool. I, I guess movie had more emotion and more heart and more humanity to it than like ninety percent of the movies out there. And uh, it's just crazy that these two robots, like. I admit it. I teared up at the end. It was it was yeah, I did. It, it, it was like heartbreaking at the end of that movie. But we're not gonna spoil any of that. I'm just saying that it's very sad, but don't worry, it it'll be okay. Um, I, I like I really hope that um, like I'm pretty sure this picture is at least gonna get nominated for best for best movie of the year, and uh, I really hope it wins. I think it deserves it. But admittedly, I, this. I haven't I seen want- like many other of these. You know, artsy farts like these artsy movies that that will probably get nominated, but uh, and it would be the, the first computer animated, like confer- the first animated film to win a uh, best picture award if it wins. Joey, I hate to burst your bubble, but they made the best animated film movie just because, just to make sure that an animated film never gets nominated for best picture ever again. Yeah, I know that, but uh. I think we can dream. Like I think, I think this year that that might change. Like I'm all be surprised if it's not nominated. Oh, I won't be surprised at all. I have no faith in the Oscars. Speaking of not being surprised, (laughs) how about Hancock? (laughs) Okay, we're not going to talk about Hancock because Dustin gets like Dustin gets in a ranty mood. Um, I haven't seen this movie. It had Will Smith in it. And it looks like it could be good because I like things with Will Smith in them. I didn't see it. It is not a great movie. It is a okay movie. 
Um, they they took a great premise, which is a drunken superhero. But, like, I think the director and the studio wanted two very different things out of the movie. Like, like the director wanted to have a emotional story, and the studio wanted action and butt jokes. And there is a scene in this movie where Will Smith jams someone's head up another person's butt. See, that's hilarious. That's okay. <laughs> and, uh, it's not, it's not a great movie. It's worth watching, I guess, but, um... That was pretty disappointing because I'm a big Will Smith fan. I agree. Did, did you say Welcome to Earth? What? Huh? From from Independence Day. He's like, Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to, to Earth. Earth. <laughs> he goes, Where's my booze? Um, <laughs> okay. Another movie, which I think is kind of under the radar, which is also a comic book movie, is uh, Hellboy 2. The Golden this Army. Is, this is my most confounding movie because I really like the first Hellboy and I really wanted to see Hellboy 2, but I didn't because it's there's too many movies and it got pushed around. I'm sorry, Hellboy 2. I, I think sorry, it's, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, like I, stuff. I, I think it's, it's pretty obvious that he was using this as a kind of a testing bed for um, the Hobbit movie, which which he'll be directing. I'm thrilled for that. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's because it is a very is much more fantasy based, um, like in the first one, uh, and there's like creatures everywhere. I mean the the creature design in this movie is pretty great, and they're all practical. Like 99 percent of the of, of the creatures in this movie are uh, all all just puppets and like people in suits, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's. It's, uh, also, it's also extremely hilarious at times. Yeah, it's a lot more funnier than the first movie. Like, there's a lot more. The, the locker room scene was priceless. And, like, I know we got some flack, but there's a kind of a semi-musical number, which uh, I thought was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. A drunken, a drunken. musical number. Oh, you're in love. Have a beer. That's all that needs to be said. Um... I think we're gonna be able to talk a lot about this movie, which is The Dark Knight. Ah, The Dark Knight. A B Batman movie, but an A Joker movie. Oh, why so serious? That was my biggest problem with this movie, and probably one of my only problems, and it seems to be a problem that only I have with this movie, was that the Joker was on his A game, but Batman just wasn't. Like, in the movie, Batman was going to throw in the towel, like, once or twice. And the Batman that I grew up with, from Batman the Animated Series, would never throw in the towel. That's a good point. Um, the Joker in this movie was fantastic. You know, he kind of, uh, um, I, I should say, Heath Ledger was fantastic as the Joker in this movie. I agree. Um, and completely overshadowed everyone else. Although, um, I forget the actor's name, the guy who played uh, Harvey Dent. Um, Put down the boy Harvey. Batman. Batman. Batman Harvey. Pray to me, Batman. I think a much better alternative 
because when they know they're going to make a Batman, it's just instead of having him do the Batman voice, just take the guy who voiced Batman on the cartoon and have him dub over his lines. I think that would work a lot better. Uh, dang, I should know his name. I know, like it's on the edge of my tongue. I want to say it. In fact, all right, Wikipedia, tell me who. You you, you guys make, make Jack. His last name is Conroy. Kevin okay. Conroy. Kevin Conroy, there it is. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, he's awesome. The man is awesome. Oh, speaking of that, just a little offshoot here. And there's going to be a new Batman game, apparently. And it's and he's going to be voicing that. And guess who's going to be voicing the Joker? Oh, Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill. Yes, Mark Hamill. Second best Joker after Heath Ledger. So I guess we don't have a lot to actually say about the movie. Um, no. Besides, think- it was awesome. Yeah, I think it's because it was universally good. It's hard to talk like, yeah, remember that scene where it was awesome, and then it transitioned to that scene where it was awesome. And I, I see think a it's magic hard. trick. Oh, that was the best scene in the movie. That one. I got to see this movie in IMAX too, and that was really cool. And I and I still hate them for it. Yep, I saw it three times at, at the movie theater. Yeah, like uh. Once with a friend, once with Dustin, and then my parents said, do you want to go to The Dark Knight at IMAX for your birthday? And I just could not refuse that. So, one again. I would, I would, I would not be your friend if you did refuse it. So do you think this movie is worthy of all the praise it's getting in terms of, like, like uh, Oscar nominations for Best Picture and all that? I, I think so. Yeah. It wasn't my favorite movie of the year but it was my like because i really liked wally better but it was it was a very good movie and it like a very very good movie now it goes so far as to say the best superhero comic book movie ever i would say that's an achievement i would say uh iron man is the best superhero movie and batman would be like the best movie based on a comic book um, I can see where you're going. Yeah, because like, especially this new Batman, he's not really a superhero. It's pretty grounded in reality. I, I can see that. Yep. So Dark Knight. Hope the next one can live up to it, but I don't, I don't know if it will. Okay, the next one is I just, I just put on the list because I'm not quite sure why this movie was made. And that will be the X-Files 2, I want to believe. I didn't no. see this movie. I didn't see it at all. I didn't see it either because I hadn't. I'd stopped watching the X Files about season three. Apparently, it's an X Files movie that's not one of those like uh, lore episodes where it's about like the like government conspiracy, and it's just kind of a, a like a murder mystery, a haunted mansion, or something like that. It's more of a character-driven story rather than like a story-driven story. Oh, one of those. Oh, one of those. Yeah. Uh, Alright, shall we move on then? Yep, this is one that Dustin started just a couple days ago, actually, uh, yesterday. No, wait, two days ago. Um, That would be The Mummy, The Curse of the Dragon Emperor. A.K.A. uh, Let's Fight Avatar from Avatar. (laughs) Pretty, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was... I am com- I am completely indifferent about the quality of this movie. Like I just said, you know what? It's the Mummy Three. Uh, it's a good action movie. 
I didn't see this movie. I, I saw the trailer and I was like, no thanks, Mommy 3. I'm good. It was better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's, like there's a lot of, uh, oh god, I hate mummies. Oh, we're fighting mummies again. Oh, I sure can't stand these mummies. Remember when we fought mummies last time? Oh, there's a lot of that. Yeah, and, and, and they cha- and there's a, they changed they changed Evie. Yeah, why like did they do that? Uh, apparently, uh, I forget her name, but she didn't like the script or something. Back in Cassie Walk. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, I understand now. Yep. Okay, next movie, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder is awesome. <laughs> I mean, what, what more can you say? Well, except. I didn't know Tom Cruise was going to be in it. Yeah, you were Tom tr- Cruise stole the show you were, in his movie. You were tricked into seeing a movie with the Scientologists in it. Yeah, uh-huh. I know. but he was really good in this movie. He was really good. I know. I hate to admit it. And yeah. uh, it's it's great because he is just the like dirtiest, most foul human being <laughs> in this Ever. movie. So and, uh, which makes it which makes it a lot easier for me to enjoy it. Yep. I really liked all of this movie. Like, I just... From the... Like, it sold me when it showed all the fake trailers at the beginning, which is probably the best part of the movie, especially the movie that Jack Black is in, that I actually really start... What was it called? The Fatties? Like, I just started laughing, like, in the theater. It's the Fatties, part two. Yeah, like, I knew there was fake trailers, and I even, like, thought that, 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 uh candy commercial at the beginning. It's like, what the heck is this? This is disgusting. <laughs> um, booty sweat? Booty sweat and uh, what's the other one? I don't forget. I don't remember. And then there's uh, St. Sally. <laughs> Toby <Was> McGuire. <laughs> Tropic Thunder was great. Uh, I think it's very funny, but it's very... It's a spe- You gotta be a special kind of mood to see it. Yeah, like, it is... It must be one of the highest budget, like, comedy movies made, because, like, some of the special effects and action scenes were pretty, pretty crazy. Um, what was that, what was that, uh, fake trailer at the beginning with, um, uh, Scorched, or what was that? It was, yeah, it was like, I don't remember, but it was like something three. It's basically the world had stopped spinning. Was it like Scorcher 4 Scorcher. in the freezer or something? This time it's different. Again. He had like a baby like strapped to his chest. Simple Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it actually caused some uh, controversy before the, uh, before the film was released because they thought that they were like making fun of uh, mentally challenged people. Yeah. Um, they were making fun of people who make fun of Yeah, they were They were making fun of the actors who used uh, that subject to, like, make... Get Oscars. Yeah, like, to get Oscars, basically, yeah. But you gotta remember, you don't go full retard. <laughs> uh, okay. Speaking of full okay. retard... Speaking... Okay, let's, before we... Let's talk before, about... Oh. Before we go to the next movie, I just want to say one thing. Of uh, all the... I'm super... Of all the things they could have got in an uproar about, it was the retard scenes and not the fact that a white man was playing a black man. That was funny. Face. 
That was really so, funny. Actually, surprisingly, at the end of NAACP said, "Huh? Well, that's it's hilarious because it was a, yeah, because it was funny and and it had a point. It was part of his character development in a, an amazing scene that shall not be spoiled." Yeah, I'm not sure what you're talking about, but uh, yeah, like that was again Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I know. Robert Downey Jr. He put him in something. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. All right. Except, except if it's a except if it's a crack den. <laughs> Speaking of crack dens and wretched hives of scum and villainy. Uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which I really liked. I thought this movie was great. It was. It was oh. good as a rental. If we went to movies to see this, I would have demanded yeah. my money back. I, I, I saw this in theaters. I, I bought the DVD. I watched it again. And then I watched it again at commentary. I loved this movie. I loved what? it to death. Did you, have you been watching the TV show? Yeah, the TV show's been great. I, I, me and Joey kind of skipped it because, well... I didn't know it was on until like, it was a few episodes then. You can go to StarWars.com and stream all the episodes, like all the old episodes, like, in fully. Like, so, The that. Clone Wars is based on um, kind of those animated films by Gene Trakovinsky, I think his name is. Indy. Um, Indy. Indy. Yeah, he did Samurai Jack. Yeah, and he did, he, he did the short animated uh, Clone War movies before Episode 3 came out, and this uses, like, the same kind of visual style. Um, I don't think it works quite as well in 3D. I agree with that. I, I really liked the the 2D Clone Wars art direction better than I like the uh, the 3D movie. But you get used to the movie. Like yeah. a couple, like 30 minutes in, you you're you're stopped like, oh, that looks weird, and you're just kind of like, okay, this is Star Wars. Yeah, like it, just kind of weird I, compared to like Wally and a. Kung Fu Panda, like, characters are just really wooden-looking, and I guess since it is a TV show, they, you know, they had to cut corners just to, you know, make, like, make everything. Yeah, that was really, like, why I I gave it an excuse, because it wasn't really a movie movie. This is, like, the first three episodes kind of cut together. Hmm. Well, the the wooden style would fit perfectly with uh, Princess Amidala, but it wasn't (laughs) I thought, the, I thought the acting was a lot better than in the actual prequels. And plus the plus the baby hut was adorable. Oh god, that thing was cute as a butt. Oh, he he was stinky. <laughs> he, he and he was just adorable. And I was surprised that the uh, that the young apprentice wasn't uh, wasn't really annoying. Yeah, well, she was she was annoying, but in a way she was supposed to be. Like she wasn't act- she was kind of like, "Oh, you're 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 kind of a a 14-year-old Jedi who thinks she knows everything." And that's but instead of like Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> which I will I will say I- the TV show has made Jar Jar Binks actually still annoying, but like hilarious annoying. Does he have the same voice actor? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I just want to point something out. A uh, girl who played, uh, what was her name? Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, Riku. Oh, really? I thought it sounded familiar. Tara Strong. Oh. Tara Strong, yeah. 
Yeah, she's a great voice actress. Oh. Um, there, there's something I, I wanted to say, but now I completely forgot. That's cool. That's can... awesome. Oh yeah, that uh, and that she holds her lightsaber the same way the apprentice does in the Force Unleashed. Yeah, I I thought like I thought that was gonna some I I thought that was clever, as a little subtle nod. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, I saw this movie. I'm not sure if Dustin did or Kevin did, but um, I did. James Bond, 007, The Quantum of Sauce. I but saw what? this movie. It was I, very good. I want to see it so badly. Yeah, we would have saw it if um, if um, I didn't go see it with my parents. Um, blah, 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 it is a sequel to Casino Royale that literally takes place f- five minutes after the first movie. And um, it, it was it, good. It, it's there's a lot more action in it, like to the point where I thought that the story kind of suffered because. Like, they just had so much stuff blowing up in it. I don't know. Like, it felt more James Bond. Like, more James Bondy. that there was a lot of shooting and a lot of just general explosions and kind of high-techness. Like, I think that it, like, it was weird because, like, the slower moments, I don't think it did as well as Casino Royale. Because Casino Royale did a lot of, like, humanizing and talking, and I think that was very good. I guess but they like, didn't need to, because since this movie takes place right after the first one, like, you already know the characters, you don't really need to know anything else about them. Yeah, I can see that, I can see that. I liked it, I really thought, the only thing that kind of bugged me during the movie was James Bond was a little inconsistent at points. Uh-huh. Like, like some times he would go and you would take out, like, the entire, like, he would just be untouchable. And then, like, one dude would give him a whole bunch of trouble. Like, I will say the last fight, I did not think that guy could put up as much of a fight as he did. Now, I'm probably going to lose I would to remind you I hadn't seen the movie. Oh, I'm just saying. That's the last fight. It's a little... The last fight where James Bond dies was not yeah. very good. You, you wouldn't think the Velociraptor would be able to wield a machete like that, but man. But luckily Indiana Jones is there to whip him into place. Yep. Um, now, I'm going to lose some nerd credit for this, but I have never seen any James Bond movie before this like reboot of the franchise. So I'm not familiar with the gadget, like the, like the James Bond that like uses gadgets and drinks martinis and sleeps with dozens of women. Well, you picked a good time to jump back in because yeah, these last really. two have been great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, if, if you had never seen a James Bond movie before, and the first one you saw was Casino Royale, I, I would actually count you very lucky. Yeah, you you uh, you got a you, you got you, you dodged a bullet literally. <laughs> Speaking of dodging a bullet. Um, the only reason I put this next one on here is because of another movie, and that would be Twilight. Which, um, pushed, which... Sparkly! Which was gonna be the release date for Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. But apparently, a, but apparently well, yeah, the Dark Knight... I need to hate this movie more. But now it's like, it's, 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 it's preempting Harry Potter. Like... What more can you do? Is this is the only th- way that I could hate this movie more is if it was at this moment going in and digitally editing Raiders of the Lost Ark so all the Nazis are Ewoks and they use walkie-talkies. 
Now, apparently there's a, a pretty good financial reason they did this. Like, The Dark Knight did so well that um, they needed a big a big movie for 2009, and they didn't think Twilight would be that movie. And they, th- and they knew Harry Potter would be. Alright, I can see that. Um, but yeah, like, I was pretty disappointed because I was looking forward to Half-Blood Prince. And I have no uh, interest in the Twilight movie at all. I would probably read the books if I was presented with them, but... I would... I, I'm not interested in... I'm not interested in Anne Rice for preteen girls. With vampires that sparkle in daylight. Yeah. Now you know my true form. Uh, I'm kind of <laughs> sparkly. It's like beachy sparkles, but with vampires. Alright. Uh, this one, I knew. I know Dustin hasn't seen. Um, it is a remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still. I didn't see this movie. That's not what it has. Um, I'll, I'll say that it's a pretty good science fiction movie, and Keanu Reeves is the perfect no motion alien. Well, I think he gets kind of typecast, at, but as it, it seemed more, it was just like the aliens took the form of Keanu Reeves. But look, I'm an alien. Excellent. Awesome. So. I saw that in I saw that in IMAX as well. Pretty cool. And it's just for future references, parents live near the Mall of Georges, which has an IMAX theater. Oh, you suck! Like we, I, if I want to go to an IMAX, it's like three hours away. It, it's still there. three. It's still three hours away. It's just his parents live there, so he has a place to crash afterwards. Uh, We're seeing Star Trek there. It's gonna be awesome. I'm going I don't to, know. I'm going, I, I'm going to try to find a way up there with you because I'm going to see this on IMAX too. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, I was pumped for Star Trek, and then like, I don't know, the first trailer didn't sell me on it. Like, even though I should like it because it has Silar and Simon Pegg in there, and I like both of those guys, but I don't, I'm just not really pumped for it. Uh, Zachary Quinto is his name. Uh, yeah, Silar. I, I just didn't really... I don't know. I was always a Star Wars than a Star Trek. Well, I like, uh, me and my family used to watch, like, Star Trek, like, every week when it came on, so, uh... It's something we always did together, and, like, I've always loved Star Trek, even Enterprise, oh, yeah. up to a certain extent. Some of my earliest memories were watching, uh, Star Trek, Next Generation. And, like, this... Well, actually, I wouldn't call them early. Remember, uh, I, yeah, it came out what eighty nine. What Star Trek came out in the seventies or sixties? Uh, Next Generation. Oh, it was like yeah, eighty nine. Yeah, or eighty seven maybe. Um, so like like so many movies are are doing like they're kind of rebooting the franchise in a darker tone. Even though it's not really a reboot, more than just kind of a kind of like a reimagining of the way Trek should be. The last Star Trek movie, Nemesis, um, I haven't seen it in years, but I just remember not liking that one at all. No, it, it wasn't good. Yeah. It wasn't, you know. It broke the usual trend of even number Trek movies being good. Hmm. Hey, so let's talk about movie trailers, some of the best movie trailers of the year. Which, I'm, oh, I don't have a list for this, so let's just try to go by memory. I think that, uh, 
Terminator, the new Terminator movie, looks surprisingly good. And that's probably another one that is probably going to be like darker than the, the recent entry. Um, it's probably going to be a lot more gritty. It Better seems rip. to be more kind of like like they're trying to take some of the tone from the TV show, which I, I didn't watch much of, but the trailer is awesome. Yeah, but like the trailer, it just shows John Connor driving in an armored truck shooting AK-47s at robots riding, mo- riding motorcycles. So I'm, I'm down. That sounds pretty cool. Like, um, I haven't seen the most recent trailer. Um, or that I, no, I don't think I have. Yeah, like I'm, I was always a big uh, Terminator fan, and I actually liked uh, Part 3 a good deal. I did. I liked Part 3, too. I thought it was good. Uh, well, it, it can't be as good as T2, because you yeah, have to be... Can. I know, like, that's that's kind of hard. That's like saying, yeah, Die Hard 4 wasn't that great, because it wasn't as good as Die Hard 1, but nothing is good as Die Hard, even though I like Die Hard with a... I mean, live for your Die Hard. That movie was great. Die was Hard with Avengers was supposed to be a lethal weapon movie. Uh, yeah, Alright. Other other trailers. Um, does anyone know any other trailers? Wolverine. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Which again is kind of like a, a rebooting of the franchise. Well, not really rebooting it. Just kind of retconning it. I don't think he's even retconning it. I, I just think they're going for a different tone. Yeah, I, I think it could be pretty good. It had Wolverine. I like it. It, has, and it has Deadpool. And not Deadpool only does it have, great. well, not only does it not, not only have it does it have Deadpool, it has Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, which is as it should be. I yeah, think. I, I think this is like this is like Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark level, in my opinion. I think it's I think it's gonna be a, just a solid movie. I, I'm not expecting it to be as good as like this year's superhero movies. Though. Yeah, like, like, I don't I'm, think it's gonna be as good as Iron Man or Batman or the whole. I'm expecting an X two quality, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's got it's got to be better than X three. Which again, I'll say I enjoyed X three probably a lot more than other people. Uh. It was better than Spider-Man 3. I enjoyed Spider-Man 3 a lot more than other people. Like, a lot more. How was the pie? So good. So good. So good. Uh, okay. So what other movies are coming in 09? We, we talked about this last podcast. Um, I don't think Rilith has listened to that one yet, but Dragon Ball Evolution. Ugh. <laughs> Ah, this this is just terrible. It's it's like they didn't even know what the thing was about. Like this movie just feels like they had a like a B rated, like I don't know, even like a C rated kung fu movie, and then they decided I don't know we'll, we'll call it Dragon Ball. And, well, and you know instead of having Piccolo be an alien, he could just be a white guy. Actually, isn't he supposed to be isn't he green? Yeah, he has. I think he turns green. Oh, turns green. He doesn't have the ears. I know that. Yeah, but like. I've actually watched the trailer since uh, the last podcast, but um, uh, there there's a scene where the spiky, gelled hair Goku opens up a trunk and lifts up a pair of uh, orange, bright orange karate clothes. And, uh, and uh, I don't know why, but that just is like, 
just awful because they they're being true to the anime series, kind of. No, that's the problem. No, they're like it's true at all. No, it's like just in some of like the, the like the references and look, but then that just makes it really stupid for a live action movie. Well, it would be like they're they're getting the wrong things right. It'd be like if you made a Legend of Zelda movie that took place in New York City, present day New York City, and a kid was walking around and he opened up a chest with the Master Sword in it, but he did it the same way they do in the move the games. It's like if there was a meteor that crashed into Earth and two plumbers went in there and went into a post-apocalyptic world full of a dinosaur people. Which would be more accurate than the actual Mario Brothers movie. Which, um, I watched that yesterday. It is, oh. it, it, it is awfully good. No, it is bad. Okay, that movie... Okay, I'm only... I'm, I'm in a minority here, but that movie... I think that movie was deeper than most people think it is. <laughs> you just say the Super Mario Brothers was deep? <laughs> that movie was so bad. <laughs> okay, it had hints of deepness. It may not have actually... Explain been yourself! <laughs> Explain yourself, man! I, you know what? It, it, it had a John Leguizamo as a Brooklyn plumber. Okay, okay. <laughs> Didn't did Mario like try to hook up with some fat chick in that movie? Yeah, but he was trying to get the meteorite necklace from her. <laughs> and um, there's a shot where. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. It's that'll hopefully explain myself somewhere. <laughs> I look forward to that, but, like, these, d- they're evolved dinosaur people, but they're <laughs> mammals. Actually, <laughs> but they have so tiny heads. Their heads are so small. Goombas! Okay, okay. Um, I must be putting a link to that, but there's actually a couple of theories that that might, that might be possible. So... There is for what? What other movies are for uh, 2009? <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 2, I heard something about. Oh man, are they gonna like remake? <laughs> it's gonna be a gritty war drama set in the Middle East where Mario has to go and he goes inside of pots and whenever he pulls the key, the mask chases him. Except instead of the mask, it's a fat chick. And instead of a key, it's pie. Um, is is the, is uh is Thor coming out in 2009 or is that 2010? I think that's 2010, but that yeah. that movie actually looks pretty good. It well, has potential. we don't know anything about it. Like I think that's going to be pretty hard to to fit into it, its realistic comic book world. I think. Like, well, I, I think that's the. I keep yeah. hearing rumors about a uh, an Ant Man movie coming out. It's oh god, and it's being. And it's being made by the by the uh, by the same team that did uh, like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Then it's going to be great. Yeah, I think you can. Yeah, I think you can do it. No, Is there any like sci-fi movies coming out in two thousand nine that you know of, like uh, with spaceships and lasers and shooting things? I can't remember any. Recall any? I don't think so. Like, well, like I'm sure there are, but like I can't. Already, um, the next Pixar movie, um, Up, will be out next year. 
I'm, I'm just looking through the list pretty quickly. Oh, no. This isn't what? good. What? January 23rd. Underworld Rise of the Lichens. Wait. It's a prequel. Like, wait, 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 wait. I like the Underworld movies. I like the first Underworld movie. I, like I didn't the, like the second one. I like the soundtrack to the second one. The movie itself was... Uh, oh, what about Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li? That's coming out next year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although, a good movie that's coming out next year is The Watchmen, which I think is going to be probably the movie of the year for oh. 2009, because Watchmen is awesome. Joey's never read Watchmen. I think you should. It's important. I mean, yes, yes, you should. I mean, really, it's, it's, yeah. it's very good. It, it, um, we talked about Harry Potter, Half-Blood Prince, a little bit. Um, I'm looking forward to that, even though the Harry Potter movies like are, are never as good, never as uh, good as the books. Um, they're pretty are they, entertaining. Aren't they splitting the last book into two movies? Yep, last yeah. book's only two movies. Like, actually, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, won't. Uh, on the first part of the Deathly Hallows movie be, be out at, like by the end of next year? I don't know. But, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with Harry Potter. Yeah. Although, when I saw uh, when I saw uh, Quantum of Solace, they had the preview for Angels and Demons, which is the prequel to the Da Vinci Code, and I really liked that, that movie. I mean, I really liked the book of Angels and Demons, so maybe they can do it. I didn't see the Da Vinci Code, so I don't know. But maybe they can do it. Good book. That's a great movie. Yeah. Um, the, I'm not a big fan of Dan Brown. Okay, I found I found I found I found something that we might have to see because it looks so terrible, it might be awesome. What? Alright. So we have a Jerry Bruckheimer film that's coming out called G Force. And Wikipedia tells us that the plot of the film revolves around a team of trained secret agent guinea pigs to take on missions from the New York, from the U.S. government, stop an evil billionaire who plans to destroy the world with household appliances. And I will say that Nicolas Cage is in this movie, so it's going to be terrible. Is this, is this computer animated? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I just, I just know that this exists and it has Nicolas Cage in it, so it must be good. Is uh, Jerry Bruckheimer is the guy who's been, who's been doing the computer animated like, uh, motion suit things, right? Or is that someone else? No, uh, he did. According to Wikipedia, like he did uh, National Treasure and like Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff. No, he was a producer, but like, I mean the. The director. Hold on, I have my Beowulf DVD yeah. here. Somewhere. With G Force, Guinea Pig, Secret Agents, and uh, Nicolas Cage is in it. I'm thinking of um, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. I mean, um, that that sounds computer master, animated. The, master, the Master of the Uncanny Valley. Uh, Recently. I also oh. think Transformers 2 is out next year, right? Yeah. I think maybe that could be pretty good because the first one had some good points to it that you could, if 
if they like expanded, it'd be pretty good. Okay, if they have Soundwave, it'll be awesome. Oh, well, yeah, I like Soundwave. I really yeah. like Transformers, the original Transformers. Um, I thought it was like one of the best action movies since like Pirates of the Caribbean, the original. Personally. Oh, you you know what you know what movie is targeted for two thousand and nine that's guaranteed to suck butt. What? The Sims, the movie. Are you serious? Yep. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. What? Why haven't I heard about this? Uh, apparently it's gonna do it. Oh, but you know what? What? Uh, a, a movie that's also set to come out in two thousand nine that you two might be interested in is the uh, Terry Brooks The Elf Stone of Shannara movie. Wait, what? Wait, what? Next year? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah. uh, so I haven't even heard of this. What? Uh, yeah. They're gonna make the movie. Warner Bros. is making it. It can't be ma- It can't come out next year. I haven't even heard about it. Well, they said that it's that it, it's it's supposed to be finished there for in 2009, but it'll okay. probably come out like 2010. Now that was something I'm looking forward to a lot. Although I'm not oh, sure the the uh, oh oh you said it was the Elstone the um, yeah. Elstone okay so that's book two in the original trilogy yeah that's a pretty good place to start. Yeah, first, skipping the first book wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, like if they're clever, they might. Well, maybe it's like a flashback, like an opening sequence they can have kind of recap of the first book. Yeah, that's a really good series. I like that, that series. Okay. But I mean, you gotta be a pretty good movie to st- come up with a, a team of secret agent guinea pigs that take on missions from the U.S. government to stop an evil billionaire who plans to destroy the world with household appliances. Is uh, Shrek 4 next year, or is that the year after? I have no idea. Do we really care that much? No. Uh, Shrek 4? I didn't uh, like 3. 3 was I, decent. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was like, like Shrek. Oh, I love Shrek. I like Shrek too, but yeah, Shrek three didn't have any good good points to it. Or, or oh, the Jed Joe movie's supposed to be next year. Eh. Eh. What? The GI Joe movie. Oh, GI Joe. Yeah. Oh, Prince of Persia okay. um, uh, is next year, isn't it? Prince of Persia. Yeah. It, it could be good. Hopefully, that's a fun movie. Like, I, I like I see a lot of potential in that. And just uh, the games were fun. Well, first one and third one. Second one was kind of emo. And we don't talk about. This Is that a, a Gorb? Um, a Gorb? Gorb? Yeah. Gorb Vavinsky. Isn't he directing that? Prince of Persia. Uh, this it's a Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah. So hopefully, it's, it's kind of in the same vein as a uh, Parts of the Parks. Caribbean one. Like, yeah. I, I think if they can do that, that'd be pretty good. And it's Disney, right? So hopefully, yeah. hopefully they have the right idea with that. Um, I think it quick, could. Pirates of the Caribbean was good. I uh, quickly before we go, I'd just like to mention a movie that it's actually a documentary. It came out on DVD a couple. Of, I, I don't know if it's out officially on DVD, but I know it was available a couple of months ago with uh, Penny Arcade Expo. Um, Nerdcore Rising. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's uh, MC Frontalot concert slash documentary movie of his first nationwide tour. Pretty cool. That's a, if you can check if you check it out. If you can check it out, I suggest you would. You should. All right. 
to end the podcast, everyone go around and say one movie you want to be made. Starting um, with Joey. Say a movie. It doesn't matter how it can be made. Just, like, I want this as a movie. Um, so that'd be funny? <laughs> no, yeah, oh, it has to be awesome. It has to be your most awesome movie to ever be made. Oh, God. Um, well, this isn't really crazy, but I would, uh, I don't know. Oh, God. I would Dustin. love to see a Alien versus Predator movie where they go to Gotham City and fight Batman right when the dinosaurs have risen from the bottom of the earth. <laughs> that's a good That's a good movie. Dustin, name Sam, your dream movie. Sam and Max. Ooh, that is a very good movie. And my my dream movie, if they ever made it, would be, that would be the greatest movie ever. Would have to be a sequel to the classic movie Commando, Commando Two, this time with more steel pan music. <laughs> yeah. Um, just said this earlier, but the Resident Evil computer animated movie is out on DVD in a few days. Right after Christmas. Yep. I might get I might get that. I like Resident Evil. Which reminds me, uh I'd like to wish everybody listening a very safe and happy holidays. What if this doesn't come out by the holidays? It won't be. This will be after Christmas, people hear this. Well then I wish every I wish that everyone had a happy holidays and I hope they have a very good new year. That is true. Hope you got hope you got lots of presents. Hope you didn't get just clothes. Although clothes yeah. are useful. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess the Avatar older we get. Last Airbender. Oh yeah, the oh yeah the the Avatar movie's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is being done by M Night The twist is Momo is the Avatar. What's a twist? But here's the thing, he might actually it might actually end up being good because the creative team behind Avatar is actually you know, reining him in. Which is actually very good. Alright. Because that show's awesome. Bye, Internet. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Rilla, for being on. Everyone have a safe holiday. All right. This is, this is like the post-credit thing where what 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 Samuel L. Jackson Avenger Initiative what St- Samuel Jackson what a secret agent guinea pigs <laughs> they're, they're taking on a mission from the United States government to stop an evil billionaire who plans to destroy the world with household appliances no this can't be real you're a dream. <laughs> <laughs>